This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to another episode of the number one AOC Women podcast, The Woman's Had a Dream. My name is Lee Finch. I am, once again, will be joined by the one and only Danny Baker. We also have a special guest on today, Wimbledon fan, Tim Jacob. He'll be joining us in a bit. Danny, how are we? We good? You good? I'm absolutely marvellous, mate. Tim, what was Ipswich like? <laughs> Were you there, Danny? Yeah, I was there behind the goal, yeah. Uh, so I was in the East Stand. Um Right, right, right at the right near the away fans. Um, oh, I'm usually in block one one nine, which is right what, by the yellow flag. Yeah, I was one two one. Yeah, one, so two, all one, my one, mates two, sit. Two, uh, one, two, my, my, all my mates sit on one uh, in that section. In that one, section. One, so singing section. That's the game. How's the game? I thought we did quite well. I was really surprised by the selection. Wasn't okay. You know, no Lewis. Yeah. I was quite surprised. Sasu started. Um, and I thought I thought we we grew into the game definitely. Um, Curry definitely grew into the game. He was great, wasn't he? He was great in the. I couldn't see him much because I was quite low down for the first half, but he was right in front of us for the second half. And he he he'll be a better player after playing that game. Must I be. thought he, he was good, by the way. The winger he had that was it. Yeah, yeah. Hutchinson. I Hutchinson thought that was a really really good battle. Really good battle, and he had him. It was really good battle. Um, but the the goal we gave, I thought. Well, I've watched the highlights to get a better look at the goals, and I thought the goals we gave away weren't great defending. Yeah. But we but we had some really good chances. I suppose the big thing was Pell. What did you think yeah. of the Pell? Lee, go on. What do you think of Pell? Hey, hey. Clumsy, stupid. What do you think? So going on a couple, uh, I was quite annoyed. Well, not annoyed. I was. Lewis obviously didn't play, right? And he was sick, apparently, and that was the rumours. But it annoys me because the, week, the night before, Johnny Jackson said we've got a full squad to choose from. Why not just say Lewis is sick? Because 
doing that, not having Lewis mentioned, and then him not being in the squad, just then, boom, wildfire, rumours, bang, he's gone, he's recalled, which was going to be the case. He was meant to be getting recalled until we obviously permanently signed him. But, yeah, so I went out a bit. And also, Sasu coming in was very strange to me, considering that he couldn't get near our bench for the last few weeks. We knew Ali and Bugle were off, so why are we not playing him in giving him some minutes here before putting him on the bench in case he needed because I thought he was a I've seen highlights and stuff and what my friends say was like a rabbit in the headlights he didn't look great do you know what I mean he needs a loan people were saying he needs to go that's who? yeah so, I didn't... mean that's really hard on that. and again I'm not going to merge too much about Oxford because I watched the game yesterday but it is hard when you're asking a lad to not play for ages and then Agreed. the first game back is second in the championship against, yeah. despite the fact that they rotated their pack they, they were very, very good in, in many places. As Tim said, I think the big frustration for me was if we got beaten by them cutting us open with some great football, you kind of put your hand up and go fair cop. But we've, we kind of lost on two really, well, three really naive bits of defending and, and with obviously Pell sending off, which it, it's daft. But I think in Lito, he might have got away with it. He might have, he might have got away with it. I'm not saying he would have done. And I think that sometimes when you're, I don't know what level the referee referees at normally, but I feel like we were probably, the way that League Two football is run compared to the championship, if we had a referee from a higher league, you're going to get done all the, all the time because those ga- the game is definitely different, isn't it, from League Two to championship. And I, 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 I just felt that, to be honest, the one that annoyed me was the first one because it was just, I don't know where you sat, Tim, but it was ridiculous, totally Stupid. I know he probably felt well, they're on the break, but it was so early in the game on his halfway line. Um, but I, I felt I felt quite quite pleased in general. I just felt for Sasu. I felt for Davison, who worked hard, but we, again, without Ali, he, he struggled to make lots. Um, and at, at one point, we had obviously lost Ali, Bugiel, Pell sent off. Pierce off injured, potentially Connor looked, was it Lemony Evans going and Joe Lewis. We had at one point within sort of 48 hours, we were six men down. Um, but overall, quite pleased with with the game. I just thought Curry and Biller were excellent. And I think them two are going to be a real handful for anyone. But I don't know what you thought, Tim. Well, I think I think just going back to your your, your bit on Pell, I, I, the laws of the game are the same. Yeah. I, I think the first one was definitely a yellow. Yeah, from where I had a really good, really good view of that, and I, and I, you know, I don't. I think he was, you know, they're on the break, etc. So, so that that was fine. But he, there were some other really, really untidy challenges that he was putting in, and it, and yeah. I, and the and the ref talked to him a couple of times. Oh, okay. I I saw the ref, you know, have a couple of conversations with him. So I think there was a lot of it was, you know, he's an untidy player. The he's la- got really untidy, hasn't he? The, the last yellow was arms in the air like he don't care, yeah. and it was just it was you've seen those given all over the place, and I just think I I, I know I think Jackson was a bit unfair. It said he was, he wasn't very happy with the decision, but I, I think it was all it was fair enough. Yeah, but I, I can't argue too much. What what about the, what about Pierce going off and then Callum Bay coming on? What I was going to say to. On Pell quickly, do you yeah. think Johnny Jackson's uh, fought a little bit then for this by not pulling him off at half time? No, you know what I mean because 
he's, a, he's he was going to be a second booking waiting to happen, Dan. It's Harry yeah, Pell, but, the way he plays. At two one, we had, we had ball on the yeah, but we had ball on the bench. Yeah, but we we, we needed a goal, mate. He's, we're going forward. I get it, but he's, he's going to get out front. Yeah, but then and, he gets sent off, and we're out the game against Ipswich. Yeah, but we know that now. But at half time, yeah, but you do know that if he's bloke. booked, he's already booked though when he goes off. But to, yeah, but hang on, Lee. Johnny Dasson didn't get the yellow card. Pell got the yellow card. He knows he's been playing football long enough to know what he needs to do. I think I think that's that's a bit unfair, in my opinion. I, I and we had some momentum. We had some. We had some momentum. I thought at the end of that first half. The first half went on. We had real momentum. And when actually when Pell went off, I thought we actually we actually had a really better, good yeah. spell. We had yeah. a really 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 good spell. I, no, I only asked a question because we did the debrief on Sunday. And I asked a question then as well, and 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 people were saying it's like it's like the Balotelli thing with Mourinho, when he's been booked, and Mourinho says to Balotelli, "Do not go get a second booking. Whatever you do, just stay on the pitch. I need you out there. We haven't got the players." And then within ten minutes, boom, he takes someone out, and gets a second booking, and he's off. Harry Pills, not the sim, not. Do you know what I mean we know once he gets a booking, first half, he is walking on eggshells, and the type of player he is, and as you said, he's already had a couple warnings. They must have known that on the bench as well that he's had a couple of warnings already. Next challenge, he's going to be off. And I just think sometimes we have to manage our, our, our players better. And that, but I agree with what you're saying as well, Tim. He is a seasoned pro. He's not a young kid anymore. He's a seasoned pro, been here and there and everywhere, and he needs to calm down a bit. Talking about Pierce coming off for Callum Bailly, this is one of the big frustrations I've got. People have been calling for Callum Bailly to come back in, come back in. He suffered a pretty bad injury. He looked, he looked rusty out. as hell. He's been mm. out since... Twelve months, possibly more. Potentially, he. I only. I didn't see all the switch game. I only. See, I saw him against Oxford, and he got put on his ass at one point against Oxford, running back. And I just think he looks slow. He looks not like he's put weight on because he's muscly anyway. But he looks. He's struggling. He looks rusty. Again, he's not someone at the moment. If Lewis had gone back, I would. I wouldn't want to be counting on. Yeah, I, think, I, agree. I think he's. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he's probably a third or fourth fourth centre back. He definitely came on and looked a bit rusty. To be honest, the moment Pierce started, though, I thought we were in trouble. I mean, he the bit the injury that he got, the chance that I had after was just laughable. It was one ball over the top. Pierce was nowhere near Broadhead, nowhere near him. Guy absolutely spooned it wide. Um, but Callum Bay definitely. Definitely looks a bit out of nick, and I, I would guess you've got obviously you've got Johnson and you've got Lewis. Callum Bay is a backup. I don't know how long Pierce is out. To be honest with you. Well, I think um, this is one of the reasons why we probably called Sutcliffe back. He's been recalled back okay. from Tunbridge Angels because when I see Sutcliffe previously, I thought, man, this kid can play. And they were they were raving header. about him. The they were chance, raving about him. I know as well. is, and I, know I think that's leagues. maybe because everyone thought Sutcliffe was coming back because Lewis was going. I think Sutcliffe comes back now to. Possibly go ahead of Callum Bailly because Callum Bailly needs. I don't know where he's going to get minutes from, but he needs to get some game time in his legs. I mean, did you watch any of the game yesterday, Tim? I no, I just saw the highlights. I just saw the okay. basically saw Tilly's brace. That was yeah. it. Do we know Which, much about Nerfield? I, I, it doesn't sound great. To be fair, the other where Johnny Jackson said about him, uh, he got injured, didn't he? At Sutton, exactly the same way. Got to yeah. January and then got injured. He doesn't sound great from what Jackson said the other day after the game. I said, I, I just get annoyed. I, I get it with, I, I, am I being harsh on, on the club by not letting us know Lewis was not going to be available for Ipswich because he's ill? My, some people said to me, well, if they had said he was ill, every, all the fans are going, oh yeah, that one again, because we had the Assal affair before. 
but it just opened up a can of worms where everyone was going, well, Lewis is definitely gone. Lewis is gone. Do you know what I mean, it doesn't matter now because we all know what's happened. But yeah, I just thought on Saturday, once that team sheet come out, it's like, boom, now we're, 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 we are stuck. And it, with the fixtures we've got coming up, we still need some, some more bodies, but yeah, Nurfield doesn't sound good. I, I watched the game yesterday, Dan. I thought we played. Really Tilly was well. good, eh? Tilly looked back to the Tilly that yep. started the season, and I think that's what he needed, and we need that. I've gutted Lemony Evans has gone back because I thought he would have played. Yeah, and he, I thought he's really good on that left side for us. He's been good. Uh, yeah, I thought we played all right. I didn't think much of Oxford to be fair, but we played well. Didn't think Davison had a great game to be fair, but no. we didn't really get the ball up to him. Pell played all right. I've seen loads of people saying how good Pell was, but Reeves for me just is just one of the best players we've ever we've ever had at the moment because he just dictates everything and that's what he did against Oxford. Um so what about Tilly then? Is Tilly gonna step do you see Tilly stepping up to the left? I, I'd start now. I'd start Tilly Saturday because he played he did play well against Oxford. And I think who's that was he, who, a good Oxford team. Who's he gonna play so I know we'll probably come to formations that later, but if Tilly obviously comes in for Lemony Evans, you think, or he, really he plays on the right. So actually, he's probably playing. Him to well, the I think we'll. I think we'll play. We'll mix the match a bit, are we? Well, I think we'll go with Little on the like he has done, been playing Do on the, the three. Right. Yeah, I think we might have to. So Tilly we'll on the on the left of a three. We will have a new signing in by Saturday, so it's not a big. Are you sure about that? 100%. I mean, we're going to come to if I'm. But, um, great result though, forty grand in the bin. No, I was going to say the about this. Furthest we've been. In the yes, cup. it, it must is be the, the furthest. It's the furthest we've been, and I know there's a lot of. Te- is it trepidation regarding this tournament? You can say any word. None of them make any sense. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they mean anyway. But most people don't like it because of the B teams in it. I kind of get it. I've always been behind it to be fair because I always think. Oh, shut your face! I've always During been behind Christmas. It. You have not been behind it. Behind, I've always been behind this tournament. You were. I don't mate. believe you at all. One, it's a day out of Wembley, and two, we can make some good money. But I read on the uh, Wimbledon on the Grand Press uh, site today, the WAP. Someone said that the under twenty one games we don't make any money on the gate receipts. That goes to charity if we play an under-21 team at home. But a lot of the money that we win goes to player bonuses, which I'm hoping is not true because I worked out earlier, I think it's around about 265k you can make from winning this trophy. Right. We're rumoured to have paid between 100 and 150 for Lewis. That's two Lewises we could sign pretty much. Four inches. Well, mate, I'm worth more than that. But... I think it's a tro- I think it's a tournament that we really need to take seriously every season. And I'm because as you said, Dan, forty grand for winning one game, and we've yeah. just bought Joe Lewis. That's big money for us at the moment, and we've got a debt to pay. The cups this year have been quite good to us, really. Ipswich probably not not the greatest draw, but we round three though. Yep, got to round three. We got TV money uh, from it. I'm not a big fan of that. The Ipswich game being on broadcast across the world just to change the kickoff to half twelve. I'd rather. I don't, I don't really get as well of all the games. Ours is probably the worst, isn't it? Well, they did like, it for them. Be... There was loads yeah. of them. It was oh, on there? Paramount oh, right. Plus in Australia, I think, and there was about seven or eight games you could choose from. Oh, wasn't God. wasn't there another thing about them changing the kickoffs because all the London teams had home? Yeah, there was draws. A, there was definitely a bit about that, but I would have thought to change it to twelve thirty hour game sounds mental because we can't moan too, f- but we got forty grand out of it as well for the TV money. It was rumoured to be forty grand. So, and I, I believe the next round of uh, the Mickey Mouse Cup is on is on Sky. I believe no semi final. We are in the semi final. It's the, the South, aren't we? 
That's quarter final. Quarter final. Oh, right. Okay. It's the semi final of the tournament. The Bristol Motors Group trophy. I don't know now if it's national or if it's still local. No, no it's local. It's right. Local. So if it's local, we can get Wickham. We can get Brighton, Hove Albion, Brighton, Yeah. So some tough. Go southern it, and then each final is one southern and one northern. Yeah. So it's like the southern winners against the northern winners in the final. Right. So basically, you can't have two northern teams. Would you? Are you, are you? Are you going to the final? You two? Oh well, let's see if we the get final. There. If we get there, if we get there, are you boy, BT boycott? Some people boycott the whole lot. They won't go to any of the games. I've, I've been to one. I went to one of the rounds live. Went, <laughs> went to the early oh, rounds live. On, so Tim. I've been to. Oh, I've been to actually see it. Get your so, badge on, mate. But that's the first time I've ever been. But of course, we'd all go to Wembley. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? No, there's some people out there who won't go. Literally, won't well, go. that's good for them. I'm very tempted to go to the next round just so I can make it. I was tempted. The missus said no. No, you round. weren't. Don't I was tempted silly. to go to Sheffield to watch our under-18s play in the EFL. No, you, what an absolute... <laughs> I'm calling lie. On no, that I'm day. being serious. I would have done. You're not being serious. You're talking nonsense. But we had the podcast to record, so I couldn't. Oh, uh, uh, of course, yeah. But I've, no, I've, I've got a story that's going to... That if you're talking about keen people, when I was at the Ipswich game, sitting next to me were four Dutch lads, right? Oh. They'd been to, they'd been to, Palace on the Thursday. Oh, they'd been to Tottenham on the Friday night. They came to us, for the third round. Then they were going to Chelsea on the Saturday night, and then they were going to West Ham. They play oh, good. That's a, that's a, that's a good that's day. Is a top. That's a good See, effort. Though. That's what I do when I go to Germany. I've just booked up my trip Perfect. to Germany. I'm going to Eindhoven on the Friday. We're going to see Roda play on the Friday, and then Saturday. Then Roda or. No, Rhoda Kirkard, please. Thanks. Oh, the okay. second in the Sorry. league of the uh, second division in Dutch football. Of course, I should have, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we get the train to Dusseldorf and then we'll go see a game around there and then Sunday we'll go. Oh, I've been Dortmund last year, was brilliant. But anyway, it's not about that. It's about Elsie. Not about you. It's about Elsie. But yeah, I like that ground hopping. And we had Pallid Seat was in the house on Saturday. The guy off uh, Instagram, uh, Pallid Seat, he goes to, have you heard of him? No. He's a guy who set up Instagram and YouTube channel and he goes to a hospital. He started going to hospitality showing people what hospitality football uh, was like at Chelsea, but he'd also go to like Harrow Borough and show the different <laughs> types of hospitality. Brilliant. And, and he was at Wimbledon on Saturday. He did the same thing. I think he was at Arsenal. Then he went to Wimbledon, then he went to Chelsea, and then he went to somewhere else. But yeah, he does that. He goes all over the place. He's been like non-league and he's been, he goes, he went to Vegas to do, they, they paid for him to go out to Vegas. Now he's that big now. He gets paid to go all the hospitality. So, but yeah. I've written that down. I'm going to watch. Have a look at that. Paddy C. Yeah, it's on Instagram mainly. But yeah, uh, I, yeah. Uh, the loss against Ipswich is what it is. I didn't expect. I did predict three-one, Danny. So I must be moving up that table. Oh, try and stop you, Busman. He knows I'm coming for him. He's coming the bus. He said the only thing dog. he's going to do is he said he'll stop for me, let me on, and then kick me off once he's won it. But I ain't going to. Hey, uh, at least you got on. But yeah, I'm three-one. I predicted for that one. The John, uh, well, Johnson Pike trophy, I keep calling it. But yeah, I thought that was a good win. We move on. Draws on Friday, I believe. All right. Who do I'll, we want? I'll clear, I'll clear the diary. Who do we want? Um, sure. Who do we get? Who's, who's, who have we got to it's choose Wickham, from? It's Wickham, Brighton under 23. No, it's Wick, we beat Portsmouth. It's Wickham, Brighton, or Peterborough, Peterborough slash that's Crawley. Crawley. So really, Crawley at home is the best one for us. No. Brighton under oh, 23s. Bright, uh, if they're beating Reading, mate, they're going to be lively. Reading are rubbish. They're, are they, they're the only ones left, I think. Only yeah, I think so. left. I don't want anything to do with Brighton. Uh, I like Wickham. Wickham at home. I don't want a away game. I'm not going, if it is. 
you're not going anyway, mate. So forget it. No, I'll watch it on there. The, It'd be good to play. I'd, I'd go for Crawley. Get play them again. Play them. I play hate, them at I home. Crawley. Creepy Crawley. Yeah. I hate Crawley. Do you want, do you want to take we're a minute? Then? We're better than them. Thing. Yeah, we're better than them. We are better than them. On and off the pitch. Uh, Crawley at home in the league. We've got a hundred Boca Junior fans coming down for it. Have we? Yeah. Oh, in kits, in kits, I hope. Well, I think I'm guessing they will be wearing the shirts. Yeah, hundred Boca fans. I think they've got some big day. I think they're doing the stadium tour. They're they're doing something. It's an exchange. I mean, it's, it's exchange. Try, me, like and try, our, me and our boys are trying to get involved to try and get them to come to the pub and ditch all that stadium. Well, why don't we? We should we should send your you and your ninety nine mushes over to Boca and they have like Mate, an exchange trip. I'm trying to get eleven <laughs> day tour of Argentina all booked up. It's about twelve hundred quid. 11-day tour, you go Boca Juniors, you go to River Plate, you go to... What's the, what's There's a country, Uruguay, there's oh, video something, Montevideo. 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 You go over to Montevideo and you oh, see a game God. in Montevideo, but yeah. Is that, is that next to Blockbuster video, is it? 11-day <laughs> tour, the missus said no, but I will yeah, be doing I'm it. I'm not surprised. Yet. I'm doing it before I'm 45 and I'm 42 now. Looks me one. I'm doing it. I told to... her I'll do it if I don't. If I'll divorce her and then I'll do it and then she'll have to wow. come back. She'll I'm doing it. Boca Juniors is my holy grail. That is my my that's the one. Ground is it? hopping mecca. What's it called? A bombonella. Bombonera, yeah. Bombonera, and it's blue and yellow anyway. as well, mate. What a ground. Anyway, right, it's we'll move on. One. We'll come back and we'll do our uh, mid-season uh, report of all the players and the management team. So uh, stay tuned for that. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're going to be discussing our mid it's mid what mid year is it? What what's the word? Mid season mid season report. Mid season report appraisal on our management and our players. Danny, you're leading this. This is your idea. So if it's shit, it's on Danny. In general, let's just go in general for where we thought we were at the start of the season. All agree, improved definitely above expectations. No, definitely, not, not definitely improved. above no, expectations. Not above. What do, you mean, what do you mean, definitely above expectations? For me, we're we're much higher up than I was expecting. Oh, one hundred percent. No, so I'm you, not you're saying. saying no. Don't be stupid. You were like doom and gloom at the beginning of the year. No, no, no. I, I, I think we should be. I always thought we should be around them players. So at the beginning. Players. So we're not exceeding your expectations at the beginning of the year. No, because I still think we're going to finish eleventh for twelve. No, no. But at the beginning of the year, I thought you we said we were going to be eleventh. 12, we're now seven. I said we have to be above 14, otherwise there right. needs to be answers, questions answered. Right. Because of so the in answer to the original question, are we playing better than what you expected we would no. be now? You think We're playing we better been... than what I expected, but the results okay. are what I expected. So you expected us to be seventh, even though saying that we're finished 12th. We're not, we're eighth. Okay, so we're eighth, but you thought we're finished 12th. Yeah. Okay, fine. The season's I, think, I, season. think we're, I think we're well above where we... Where not what well, I was expecting well us to it, be, not well above I thought, it. Uh, yeah, I think we're, we are comfortably in school grades, at least a couple. But let's go with you, um, Tim. Let's start off. Keeper, Bass. Um, solid. Where were you at with him? I think solid. I think yeah. very much solid. I think for a keeper of his type, calibre on loan, I think he's good quality. Yeah, he's had some mistakes, but... I think a lot of keepers in League Two have had some mistakes. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's. What's our top grade? Is it A star? I think. I think, I think. Let's be honest. A Ali plus. is probably close to A A plus. I reckon anyone who's in a 
who's drifting into a, a C is probably looking at bench warming and anything lower than that is see you later. So So I give back I've give Bassey an A. An A. Wow. Yeah. I'm A I'm A minus. Okay. Because I think this is a perfect loan for him. I think Sunderland will be well well happy. He's yep. staying with us till the end of the season. They're not going to yep. recall him. It's a good. I, it's a very good loan for him, isn't it? I think it's a good loan for him. I yep. we won't be out of pipe. We're, there's no chance of us buying him in the summer. He's worth no. too much. I think I he'll move on to possibly if we don't go up, he'll go to a League One team or a lower Championship team. I think he's a very very good goalkeeper, but he has had some mistakes. Chelsea away, couple of mistakes in him. That I think obviously he will he has improved on like and again but then he's had some great saves as well which is like the other one the other week point blank yeah. headers and stuff like that and a great that's, one against Ipswich yeah that's why I still think there's there's still some improvement in him and, and yeah. some improvement to make that's why he can't be an A or an A plus that's why I give him an A minus but he's got to be in the A's category I, I can't knock him I think the major difference for me between him and Zanev is the distribution even at Oxford the way that Zanev was distributing the ball was definitely lower than Bass. I don't think Zanev's a bad shot stopper at all. But I think out of the two of them, I think Bass is just safer under the high ball. He seems much more comfortable distributing the ball under pressure. Particularly Ipswich, he absolutely gunned one straight to Curry. I was like, sheesh. Very weird one for me, though, Bass, is that he's so quiet. Not quite on the... Do you know what I mean? Just... Yep. He's not that mental... Un- he's quite unassuming, that isn't he? Yeah, that's the word I was going to say, unassuming. Do you know what I mean? He's not what you expect as a mad goalkeeper, like we've got Ashley Bays, who's the goalkeeper coach, who's just full on like Duracell bunny the whole time. Bassis seems quiet. Yeah. And he, yeah, it's just that I think that's a good thing for a goalkeeper. Well, I, he is quiet, but you know, I put it down to being, some of that's being quite young, but going through academy and stuff, but I'd also put it down to look who he's got in front of him most of the time. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. two, I think Lewis is, safely say he's a character an organizer when I, when I hear him on the when I see it when I see him playing live he's he's a, he's a bit of an organizer so I don't think he necessarily needs it and and maybe they're just so well drilled that he yep. doesn't need to organize as much no fair point well kind of drifted into that then Let's I'd, go like, the I'd like to see him in a, a shit team last year though see how Bass would have gone hey, yeah maybe well we're drifting into center backs um Let's talk about the, our main two, um, Joe Lewis and Ryan Johnson. I, I'm with you, Lee. The more I'm seeing Ryan Johnson, the better he's getting. Oh, I love him. I think that he the needs... calmness on the ball, I think, is is quite outstanding for us yeah. at the minute. He needs Lewis next to him, though. I've seen him a couple of times when Lewis ain't been there and he has had bad games. Because we get drug back, I think when he's next to Pierce or Callum Bay, he, he isn't as good or as assured as he is with Lewis there. And I think them two are such a good partnership now. I'm even seeing things as they're better than Perry and Blackwell. They're better than Robinson and Charles. <laughs> this is what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking you at I'm You looking can't at say that. You can't say I'm, that. I'm looking at it and thinking, I kind of agree. They're better no, than Robinson no, and Charles. No. What, mate, I'm not going to argue about Robinson and Charles, but you're not going to have me on Perry and Blackwell, yeah, it's, pushing, the it's pushing it a little bit. But on your bike. I love Robinson. He's probably one of my, he's probably my favourite AFC women player of all time. As a, as a pair... Robinson and Charles against Lewis and Johnson. And Johnson, I think it is it, a lot closer now than it was then. I think. I think. Yeah. I. I. I, I, I wouldn't want to pick between oh, the two we'll, pairs. We'll come on Lewis later. God and signing Lewis, but he's only twenty-four years old. Lewis. 
Yeah. And Johnson's only 27. We could have these two now for the next four or five years. They'll be taking us into the championship. There you go. I've said it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I look forward to that. What's your, what are you giving Lewis and what are you giving Johnson? So I, I was, I'm a big fan of them as a pair and they definitely work better as a pair. The, but the, I, I went to the uh, Sutton game, the away game. Yeah. And, and it was at that game that I really, everything you've just said, Lee, really came to pass. And I, I just saw them working together and bring, being really good together. And it, at Ipswich, it was obvious that he's not quite as assured. I mean, God, they know a lot more about football than I do, but they just didn't yeah. seem quite as assured or quite as confident in the way that, that, that the, what was happening on the other side. So, um, I mean, you have to give them, I mean, I personally have to give them for their performances so far this season when they're playing as a pair. They're, they're definitely A's for me, both of them. Agree. Both A's for me. I, you can't, A plus because I still think they've got improvements to make in their game. And I, I don't think anyone can get an A plus because they can always improve. Well, I think no one, no one can. It's okay. like you can't ever score food 10 out of 10 or drink 10 out of 10 because there's always something better. There's no girls who are, there's wow. never ever a girl that's ten out of ten because he's always you've not, you've not met you've not met my wife mate you've not met, she's mine. absolutely she's okay. I'm not being rude Dan I'd definitely give her one my wife is a fi- my wife is a ah. fifteen out of ten I'd definitely give right. her a one is that um, is, Danny is that what you say to your pupils is it I never give A pluses out because you always get better I definitely don't teach maths and give it a fifteen <laughs> out of ten I can tell you that um, Dan you you overlooking about, my joke are you I, I'm trying to avoid it the best I can. Um, okay, so we've got Johnson and Lewis as A's. I'm interested now what you're giving Callum Bay and particularly Pierce. I think Callum Bay is hard to rate, so we'll kind of move him slightly seen. away. Yeah. Pierce? A B. So a B. much better than I thought he would be this season. I wanted okay. him out the door in the summer. I wanted him yeah. gone. I, Yeah, he's he scored a goal against Portsmouth the other day, which was vital in that game. His attitude around the place is apparently meant to be really good. I never really liked him as off-the-pitch kind of thing with guys his attitude. Always thought he was one of the people last year that could have been doing better off the pitch and leading players better. But by all accounts, what you see on social media and stuff, and when he scored, everyone was loving him, laking, all them were laughing their heads off. As I said, when he plays, I think we are slower. We go back, but you can't fault the games that he's had. I don't think he's made too many mistakes uh, and I just think he's been okay. I don't think I, I, I can't swim a C because I think that's harsh. So I think, and he can't go an A. So that's why for me is a B. Tim, I, do you know what? I really don't feel like I can I can rate him because he. I'm a bit bit like Lee. I, when I have seen him play, it's been okay. I think he's. I think he's. I want to say he's better than he was last season, but he's not. Play- I just haven't seen him play. I, I, I think, so I'm sort of taking the fifth on this and not giving him a rating. I think he is better than he is last season. And I think that's again a help that we've got better players around him. Yeah. And, and I think that helps with a player of his age and his quality now. He ain't going to be able to do the running and stuff, but he still wins headers. He still gets in amongst it. And I just think I, I can't see. I, he, again, he's not. He's, he's good enough. He's better than a C, but he's not good enough for an A. So I'd say B, think, B minus. I, yeah, I think he's a C plus for me. I think he's he has been okay at best. I mean, he was an absolute liability. I thought against Ipswich, and I think there's been other games where he has been a liability. If he doesn't 
if he he can't play two games in a week really, and if anyone's got any kind of smarts about him, he's going to get outrun. Um, the game, the reason why you also get to see Bus, that gave Lee where he was literally desperate to come off and they wouldn't take him off. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was in the week. When he was right. holding his knees oh, within about 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I can't remember the so, game now we're talking about. Okay, it. so we'll, we'll agree to disagree. Um, let's put these three together. Billa, Hurry, Agondir. Do you reckon... Let's go with, let's go with Gondir first. Lee, Tim, Tim you fascinated off, with you. Tim, come off the fence on this one. Agondir, where are you no, at? Well, are you... well, well, well I, I really like him. I really like him. I'm I'm a I'm more a Ogundir man than a Billa man personally. Are you really? Yeah, what? yeah, 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 yeah. I really I like feel... him. What? It's just my opinion. I think they're both really good. I think they're both really good. Yeah, sure. I, opinion. I think they're both really good. And I'm so putting why those are you two more together. a Gondir over Billa then? Just I I think it's a down to his athleticism. I just okay. I just think I think he's more of it's just from an athlete perspective. Bill is probably technically better from yeah. what I've seen, in my humble opinion. But I think I think he does. He has got you know a lot of athleticism about him, and I, and when he's played, I've I've always noticed he's I've always thought he's had a good game, yeah. personally. But that's from from the games I've seen live. That's no, 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 I, I, I thought he's, he's always done, a, and that and I think he's done a job. And I think you, you know, but I'd also think if I think Johnny Jackson's got a nice problem to have there. I think he's got a really nice problem to have, and I think they're both really good players. And right. in so terms why, why of do you, and, why do you think Curry that? Well, sorry, why do you think Villa plays over a Gondir? If you're like I said, you think because, Gondir, what is it that you think Jackson sees that maybe you're not quite or well, you two sort of disagree maybe on? Johnny, Johnny Jackson knows more about football than I do, probably. So that's so I'll probably go. I that. know, but it's just but, interesting in terms of what you you know. Well, I, I don't see them in. I don't. I don't see them in training. I don't see you know. I don't, I don't see, you know, a big part, a big part of management in football, isn't it, about taking instruction? And I know yeah. there's been Ogundir gets uh, criticised sometimes for not being, being a bit wayward in his position. Okay. Um, so, but I'm happy with Bill. I, you know, I'm I'm not crying into my into my pint that Bill is starting either. Don't get me wrong. No, but no. If I, have to, but I've, I've, you know. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, Ogundir has definitely been. Our, Steady. Our wing, our wing yeah. backs, if that's what we're going to call them. Our, you know, I think yeah. have been, I've, I think have been one of the big differences. Yeah. Uh, not, not just the central defence, but the way that they've played. Yeah. And I, I, I know, I, I'm more worried about losing Curry than anybody this, this January because I, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really difficult to replace him. Yeah. I'm I, giving them all. I'm giving them all A's. Otherwise. I, I think what you said there, Tim, is kind of. Uh, spot on really regarding Ongadir. I just think Billa's just got more skill. He's better with the ball going forward. He's a better cross with the ball. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think Ongadir has let us down any time. No, Danny, and, Danny and uh, George on the pod wanted him loaned out. Yep. Before he definitely. came in the At the beginning of the year. And I think did. he done, I think he done really well to get a plate. And I think you're right. It's, if Billa is out or, or suspended or something like that, Ogundir is a good replacement to come in for him. And he's not, he's not good. But for me, I, Curry, I can't see how we keep Curry in January because of how good he was against Ipswich the other day. And I said this to people, there was a lot of scouts at that Ipswich game. Mick Hartford's there from Luton. Yeah. I think that game showed playing against Hutchinson, who's on loan from Chelsea. He's class. He's the boy and, that was an Arsenal when he and, got under. Yeah. Uh, and, and I saw it right in front of me. 
I like, saw Curry, it right. Curry had him literally wrapped up all day. <laughs> I just can't see how someone don't go right. He's got a year left on his contract, Wimbledon. We're going to go in with half a million quid and go, there you go. And we can't say no to that. I, I just... I, my opinion. Sorry. Yeah. This is not I, something I, I know or anything like that. It's no. just what I think will happen. I, 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 when I listen to your podcast, I always have a bit of a bit of an issue with your valuations, but we'll put that to one side. <laughs> I, I'll, put, I'll put, I think, good. I think the, I completely couldn't agree with you more, Lee, when we're talking about Curry. You've got to give him an A. I'm going to revise it. And I think he, he's pushing an A plus in the way that he's performed this season. I'm, he, he was, he was really good against Hutchinson, don't get me wrong, but he, he only just, it wasn't, he wasn't, he, he is now, as I said to you earlier, I think he's now probably a better player having played that game, but it was only just, it was touch and go. I agree, but you've got to remember Hutchinson's come through an yeah, academy yeah. level, has played at some big, big clubs. Curry has come from a Sunday league level and is now, I would say, I, it's hard for me, I'm saying this literally only watching Wimbledon and not knowing much about the league. The left, the best left back in the league too, right? And I can't see how someone top end of League One, bottom end of the Championship, don't go and say, "I don't know what we value," and I don't know what you'd say, Tim. You say about our valuations, but half a million for me would be an absolute steal for Jack Curry. Uh, and as I said, he's only got a year; he's he's out of contract next summer. He's going to be worth a punt, isn't he? Some, I, some I think, and for me, he's an A. Uh, I think Biller's a B plus because he missed a bit of the season for injury. He can still get better. He does get silly bookings, which then leads to silly sending offs. And I think he's got massive improvement on him and his injury record speak for itself. For me, Ogundia is a C plus. Okay. Do you think, last question then, we lose Curry? It's not ideal. Do you think there's a possibility that Ogondi would go over the other side? I think Billa goes go left. Up. Or Billa goes left. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because um, I might, I don't know what, how, how, I'm just trying to, I don't know if Billa can, can cope feet wise. On the other side, oh, sorry, Ogondi can cope feet wise. He's quite right footed, isn't he, Ogondi? Yeah, he yeah, is. As, yeah. I, as I recall. So, just going back to Jack Curry though, do you, do you do you think any club? So you're talking about a championship coming? Yeah, I, I think. You think a championship think, title? We can, I yeah, think pay, a lower. I think well, Bristol City were in for him previously. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think 500 grand for a, a top quality League Two left back is enough of enough money to convince us to sell, but not expensive enough for someone to go bloody hell. I think half a million. I think for a Sheffield Wednesday, a QPR, a Ipswich, even potentially who are quite high up. I think there is that is about a good compromise between someone paying us good money and it being enough of a. If he doesn't come off and they sell him for half of that, yeah, you've not lost a lot. I also considering Leicester are just about to pay twenty two million for a player in the championship. Do you know what I mean? They're going to sign some Italian guy for twenty two million. Yeah, but Leicester are essentially a Premier League side in the championship. No, I get that. But money. I mean, I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. I, you know, I fully expect Curry to be the subject of a lot of interest. Right at the beginning of the season, there was a lot There was a Bef- lot written about Jack Curry. Before as- Ipswich, I'd have said there's no chance of him going until the end of the season. But after Ipswich, and 
the way he played in that game against a good, good championship mm -hmm. side, against a good championship coming on Premier League player, I just think teams are going to look at it and go, he's playing like that most weeks in League Two. He could play like that in a championship. Or we could make him better as well. I don't, I don't doubt it. I don't so, doubt it. I just, I just wonder if... At I just wonder if the club would actually take a lot less at this point than 500 grand. But anyway. I totally disagree with Danny, though, that Biller will leave because Biller's got going nowhere because of his injury record so bad. He will not pass a medical at any other club. Your views on that, Leah, well documented. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. All right. And on that bombshell, let's move on to um, centre midfield. This is quite easy. Let's put three people in it, though. We've got Little, Reeves, and a bloke I feel quite sorry about, actually. I feel quite sorry for um, Ball. See, so, little me, Reeves, though, have been at... Let's be honest. I'll lead on this one, if you don't mind, mate. Of course, Massive mate. hog. I feel quite sorry for Ball, because mm. I don't actually think he's a bad footballer at all. I think he's actually, when he's played, he's been he's been okay. He, he'll, he'll be, a, he'll be a, a C-plus for me, I think. He'll be a similar level to Pierce in terms of he's been okay. But Little and... Reeves as a as a combo, and I think from a a transformation of a single player, little from the player that we he has been weird. When we got him last year on loan, he was excellent. End of last year, I thought he was pretty average, and this year I think he's been absolutely stunning. Just shows you if you're playing with someone like uh, someone like Reeves, how good it is. But um, yeah, little and Reeves, that is a fantastic combo, and the fact that they pretty much just constantly play is is testament to just how good they are, I think. Yeah, both A's and 100% miles. If anyone don't score them an A, he's, I don't know what games they're watching. Uh, Little, for me, has been exceptional this year. The leg's on him. He doesn't stop running. And I think that helps with the fact that he's got Reeves that sits and dictates play, means that he can move a lot. Where This ain't going to be the Alex Woodyard slagging show because where he played with Alex Woodyard, and Alex Woodyard is no Reeves. I think that's where Little probably fell off a little bit and he was in a bad team last year, which most people were. But Little this year, with good players around him, with Biller behind him sometimes, the defence we have now with Bassingal, he can move around the pitch better. I do feel really sorry for Ball. And I, it's really weird with Ball is we heard this stuff about Ball signing for us from Rochdale fans and, and fans of previous clubs that he had a really bad attitude and stuff. I've not seen any of that. All I've seen... and. I one of my mates lives in Essex and comes to the odd game. His son come to a home game once, loved it, Wimbledon. Asked Christmas for a Wimbledon shirt. So they bought him a Wimbledon shirt for Christmas. He watches most of the games. He was wearing his uh, Christmas shirt, uh, his Wimbledon shirt on Christmas Day. Guy came up to him and said, oh, are you a Wimbledon fan? He was like, oh, yeah, like, like saying he was. Alex, uh, Alex Ball, he's, he's Ball's friend. He goes, oh, my mate plays for him. Got him a signed program and it said, to Charlie... Up the Dons, ball, ball. Oh, amazing. Do you know what I mean? And I, that's all I've ever heard from Ball is that he does all this stuff. He comes into the fan parks and he said to my mate, my mate said, oh, you're not getting many minutes. And he said, well, how am I going to get minutes when I've got Little and Reeves in front of me? So I think he knows you've got two players that good, Rivero and Little-O. Do you know what I mean? They're not, he's not going to get in the front. And <laughs> he knows rubbish. it. That is rubbish. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Tim? Uh, well, I could. I agree with all of that 110%. Are you not a bit worried that they play too much, though? I'm worried that they're being played a lot all the time. Yeah, I, they, I, you know, when I, I, I just, yeah. I, you know, 
Uh, when Ball plays again, I, I agree. I think he's pretty solid. He's not as good as those two. Reeves is like a manager on the pitch when you see him. Just yeah, unbelievable. That's a really good way of putting he's it. He's just unbelievable. And you know, when I, I've I go to, I've been talking to him a lot with people who haven't seen Wimbledon play, and they always pick him out. But it worries me that they're playing so many minutes, and he and they rarely get rotated out. I just think you've got to trust. I'm tr- I'm just trusting the management team and the physios now that they know what they're doing with it because I read this a lot and I hear this mm. a lot regarding how many minutes they're playing, but they still Littles and Reeves's uh, a bit. What's it called? Uh, they don't drop. The levels just don't drop. Still, the physical. No, it doesn't. I know. And that's. I think if it dropped, I'd be going. Oh yeah, I agree. But Little is still up there, and and Reeves is still above and- that. And- and I'm, as I'm always reminded, they're paid a lot of money to play football as much yeah. as possible. They love doing it, all of that yeah. sort of stuff. But I, just, I mean, I Reeves just... also just lets the, but he, the ball does the work with him, doesn't he? He's, he's not bolting it about. No. He's not popping on the left and the right. He just gets True. it, gives it. Always available. But he's not, you know, little seems to cover a lot more ground. Yeah. Oh, Reeves. yeah, he's box but, to box. Yeah. But, you know, Reeves is <laughs> a little dictator, gets it, gives it. And he's learned, and, he, and he's, he's just fantastic. But he, He's, I'm an old man. He's he's an old man of football, so it, it's more Reeves than it is. It's more Reeves than it is little. Though. I just worry that Tim. I think with what you said earlier regarding the players behind them as well now. Yeah. So where you've got Johnson and 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 and, and uh, well the back four to be fair the whole yeah. back four and then behind that you've got Bass again. So I think that then leaves them to like do you know what I mean they don't have they pass the ball back they know it's going to be taken care of. Yeah, and I've got a terrible memory for football. I've got an awful, awful memory for football. So, you know, I can't... I, my, in my head, I just think when Little's bad performances last season were when we were really shaky, yeah. Yeah. really shaky when we were under pressure and he he just didn't have that confidence to go forward. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd give... Um, I'd, you've got to give Reeves an A+. And I think you've got to give Little a, a, an A+. And I, I don't know about Ball. I can't grade Ball. Can't because he isn't. I mean, how many minutes has he had? I can't even remember. Not, not I, I don't think he's done anything wrong. No, I'm no. Just, it's just for me. No. He's definitely. I, and, and maybe I was a bit harsh because I've deliberately left out Callum by Lee Brown, who I don't think has featured a huge amount. I've kind of left them alone. Um, one guy we are going to though is Pell, because I won't lie. At the end of last year, I thought he was one of our better players. You wanted him captain. I actually, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I would have had him captain this year. At the beginning of the season, I was like, hell, I thought would have been captain. And I've been quite... I, I don't know whether I've just misread him from last year or whether he's dropped off this year or whether we've changed where he plays this year to last year. He's definitely become clumsier. He doesn't use the ball as well. And I find he's more of a nuisance player. The, the incessant diving has become really tedious with him. Um, and I feel like he's definitely got something to offer in a squad. That's for sure. But I, I, I don't feel comfortable with him on the starting line. I, I feel sorry for him. Okay. In the fact that the way we play now is totally different to what Pell can do for us. So we don't play. He hasn't got a position in this team at the moment. He can't go in for Reeves. He can't go in for Little. He won't go on any of the wings. And he's not going to it, yeah. And we've tried to play him behind the front striker and that hasn't worked at all. So now all he's got is to come on in minutes and just rough up players and be a shit yeah. house. 
Yeah. And I think he's so, they're so focused on him doing that now that they forgot the footballer inside him. And he just now goes on and this which he gets sent off. Oxford, it kind of worked. He was being a bit of a shit house. It worked. When it works, it's good. But when it don't, everyone looks around and goes, he's he's awful now. He's he's not part of the team. And I just think that's because the way we play and the way we try to make him a number 10, which never worked, Bugle's now stepped into that uh, perfectly. And I just don't see a position for Pell in this team. And I think the end of the season, I think he, thank you very much. You've done really well, but off you go. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with all of that. I, it, I, I can't fault. I, I don't know about you, but I can't fault him for effort. It's just, it just seems to be not channeled in the right way, and I, and I think that's a lot to do with the positioning that he's playing in. Um, yep. On the, and the highlights that I saw for Oxford, just the brief highlights that are up online. Hell was involved in all of the highlights. One with a mistake that led yep. to a led to a chance, like a way, a wayward pass. And then he distributed to Tilly to pick the ball up from the yeah. mid midfield. So, you know, I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's he sort of if it's a drop off necessarily, or if it's just again not being quite sure what his job is, or not really understanding what his job is. Um, I mean, he is a great signing for another League Two team. In my opinion, who played differently? The, if you're in the bottom ten. He is exactly the kind of player you need. Great with the fans, will galvanise, will win your free kicks, will be that pain. I think personally, he's now just moved into that, okay, I've got the last couple of years. I, I think he's probably got one decent move left where he could maybe do some badges, do a bit of mentoring, support some of the players. I think he's moved into where Pierce is probably. That he'd be like, for so for instance, I know it's a bit big, but Someone like Dawking would be stunning. I, well, I, I mentioned Dawking but on the debrief. It's a bit lower. I mentioned Dawking on the debrief the other day. The only problem with Dawking is they're still part time, so they're not full time. So I don't know if they've got the money. But uh, one, the big one for me, and obviously you're going to say, "Oh, here he goes again." For me, at the moment, the only team he probably could, and he's local, is South End. They've just been taken over. They've or got Sutton. Him. Someone like Sutton, he would fit in quite he nice. Lives, I think he lives. Close to South End, he's a, he's okay. living there, so uh -huh. I think that's a perfect move for him. Conference next year, they're looking to then push on to get from. Picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I from that. I He'd think be that, a good player of the conference. I think that would be, be a great, great move. I think that would be a great move for him. But What are you grading him, though? What are we grading him? C. C plus. I think he's him and, him and oh. Pierce are sort of... Pierce has been fractionally better, but I think, yeah, around that. I think he's been okay. Um... I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. I would be sad to see him go, but I'd, I would sadly, if we're going, I think it's, if we're going to move forward as a club, 
we're going to go without Pell, sadly. Yeah. If we are, if we're going to be happy in League Two and be competitive around that mid-table, Pell stays, and I think he plays a part. But this group have pushed us and our aspirations higher than I was expecting. So for that reason, sadly, if we continue buying Lewis, keeping Johnson, Billa, Little, Reeves, Tilly, Bugiel, all of a sudden that's a decent lineup for next year. And that means that Pell sadly may not make it, unfortunately. So I'd, I'd go with the C plus as well, but I, there's another there's another point here just about squad depth currently where Pell's got you know, he's, he's our player at the moment. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'd put my arm around him and clap him out, clap him out the door when he gets. So I don't think he's been a good player for us. But it, at the moment, we, you know, I'm, I do worry about the depth across that. I, I think he's a summer yeah. departure. That's why I think he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think he's a freebie in the summer. And and, and I think, I'd, I, from a personal perspective, I really like him as a bloke. Um, I, I like him in general. I think he's a really smashing bloke. And I, I yeah. like him in the squad. I think he's a great... Agreed. He gets on with Davis when he was scoring goals. He seemed really buoyed it up, but for some reason, it, it just hasn't clicked in he's, the way that we're trying to play this year. He's good with the fans as well. You see him with yep. taking photos of children and stuff. I think that's brilliant. Well, I want to go back just one, just quickly, because I just come a point regarding Marnie Little. We need to get him uh, on the contract as well. His contract runs out at the end of the season. Does it? Yeah. So that's ma- that's massive for us at the moment to get that sorted. Sorry, Dan, go on. That's right. So moving over then a bit further up, we've got three wingers, really. Um, let's do the two main ones. So we're talking about Tilly, Nerfil. I can't do Lemony Evans because he's gone. I thought he was great. Really frustrated that we've not managed to keep hold of him. And I'll, it'll be that classic thing that if he goes and barely plays, I actually feel sorry for him because he, he would have got another six months out of him. We, I think with him, with Lewis, with maybe a forward, plus keeping hold of the majority would be decent. But so I'm not going to grade Lemony Evans. I think he'd be probably I, a B. I, I feel plus sorry. A that he's, he's got to go back up to Stockport. Yeah. Well, there we are. So anyway, Tilly, Nerfil, Sasu. So I'd like Tilly to start Nerfil, here. So please. for me, Tilly at one point would have been an A. Yeah. At the start of the season, but his form was dropped since he got injured. His form was just dropped. And he just, he, other than Oxford the other day, he just hasn't looked the same player that we yeah. saw at the start of the season. And as I said, I, he won't get back in the team with Nerfield and Lemony Evans here. Uh, and I think, for me, it's, he's around about a B to B plus. Because okay. I, and, and by the end of the season, we could grade, grade him again at the end of the season. He could be on an A. Because yeah. if he's, what, 12 goals now? Which is good. It's decent. But it's because he flew at the start. He just went boom. Nerfield for me is again. I love Nerfield. I really like him as a person. I like his attitude, but he doesn't score enough goals and he doesn't get enough assists. So for me, again, he's only going to be a B plus. And I, do you know what I mean? I, well, how many goals has he got this year? One, I think it is. Nerfield. Yeah, I think he's only got one. I can. I can't even remember that. I can only remember the goal in preseason he got. Uh, he's got. I think he's got one. I mean, Tilly's got twelve in thirty, which. Yeah. For any player, that's that's solid. I mean, I mean, Davison would be happy with that, to be blunt. So, I think Tilly. I mean, he had the, he had the penalty, but even still, he's. I think Tilly's been a, a serious plus, and I know he had a bit of a, dot, a dip in form, but for me, I think he gets an A minus, A minus B plus. I think he's around that. Yeah, Nerfil, 
I called him as our bigger disappointment for the season, and he has been. And I don't Ooh, mean that horribly harsh. because, no, it's not. I don't think there's a bigger disappointment than Nerfield in our squad. And I mean that, and I think that he's worked hard. He runs around a lot. There's very, very limited, sadly, limited end product from him. No goal threat. And I feel like he is someone that the fact that we've he's injured is obviously disappointing. I think he's got the ability to come back. But if you look at his stats, he is low. And I feel like that is... I felt sorry for him at the beginning of the year because he had a Gondir who wasn't running in. But, oh, no, sorry, not a Gondir. Lee Brown, didn't he? Yeah. Curry was injured, so Lee Brown wasn't overlapping. So he gets at... I think it's a... I think it's quite a big second half of the season, though he's injured for a bit of it. But he is, for me, he's been one of our most disappointing players. I'm not saying he's poor. He gets a he gets a B minus, I think maybe maybe a C plus at a push. Um, but yeah, big disappointment, Nerfield. Tim, Tim. what do you mean? Nerfield. Well, can I start with Tilly? Please, because yeah. he. Born in Billingshurst, which is really close to where I grew up. So I've always got, the Hurst. For him. got really got a soft spot for him. Um, yeah, it's, it, he was fantastic in that first, in that August, September period. He just was, yeah. to use Lee's phrase, mustard. Um, <laughs> but I, I do, you know, I don't know. I wonder if that, I wonder if that, that injury is, is, has pushed him back where he is, but he had a, he would, he seemed to be really positive in his interview after the Oxford game. And I, I really hope he finds it back. And I look back before this, I look back, he had, when he was at Crawley, he had another kind of gap in his, was it an injury, but he was on the bench a lot in the second half of their season. He had like a really good start to the season last season and then dropped off a bit in the stats for them. But um, I definitely put him in the, the B plus mark. Uh, Nerfil. I just think it's decision making with him for me. It's yeah. just it just when he's getting into the positions, a bit like a bit like Sasu against Ipswich, it was just one touch too many. It's just just not quite the right thing. And I, how old is Nerfil? Uh, not much at all. I don't think twenty-one, three twenty-four, maybe at a push. I think he's. I was going to say he's twenty-one. I mean, it's, yeah, if he I is that young. I think he's, he's got. I think he's, he's young. He's got some room. And I, I think he's. I, I shows we do our research on this podcast, don't we? Twenty two. Twenty two. So he is quite young. I think he's got yeah. a lot of potential to come up to it. And he, he certainly, he certainly hasn't been as good as certainly as I was hoping for when he was brought in. So I hope he. I hope he does push on because he's a C really at the moment. Who when, was there? Not three we were talking about. Uh, I was going to just, I was just, we've got Sass. like we've done Tilly and we've done Nerfield. Sasu, uh, he's been in and out. See, uh, are you sure? Is he what? What's Sasu's position? Well, he what's was his, a striker as a youth team. He's yeah. now been moved into a winger under Jackson. Winger, left, right. Jackson, for me, my opinion is that he, Jackson don't fancy him. That's why he's not been getting into squads. It's not because he's injured. It's not because he's just. Doesn't he's not as good as Tilly, Nerfield, Lebany Evans, so he's not been near the squad. Uh, and for me, I just think he's a C, he, he's a young kid. I think he needs to go out on loan and get minutes playing men's football 
at a decent level, like a Conference South, Tunbridge Angels, something like that, and go play games and play 90 minutes every week for a little while. He's 18. so young. I mean, he's, he's literally he's he's so young. close to being 19. He's not, yeah. not 19 till March. Hmm. So I think he's, I, I agree with you. I think he's the one thing that is abundantly clear. And I wonder if it worked the other way. He, this is probably the first sort of adult football, if you like. And I think he, he, he needs a regular passage, any standard of non-league football. And I think if he gets that, I think you'll be okay. I think he's a winger. I don't think he's a centre forward. You don't think he's a centre forward? No, I don't. And the reason why I don't think he is, is, is just there's been parts of the Ipswich game, parts of Oxford. There's been moments where it's a one-on-one and it's like, right, go on. But when he's been the centre forward, you know, he's been the furthest person forward, I think he's kind of struggled. I actually think he's better as a crosser. I think he played all right against Ipswich. I think he did well against Coventry on the wing. I just... Maybe, maybe he'll come good as a forward. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But I think he's been I, 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 I was sat right behind him when he had a great chance to get through on goal to Ipswich, and he just fluffed his lines a bit. And I, I, he's so young; he, he mm. definitely needs to get. He definitely needs to get some men's football. I couldn't agree with yeah. you more. Well, why do you think Jay Jackson's not put him out on loan? Is it just the depth in the position? I, I, I think you're right. Yeah, we've had McLean go out on loan. Uh, who else has gone out? Sutcliffe alone? went out and come Sutcliffe, back. Sutcliffe, Williams has gone and come back. I think depth at the moment. I think we'll see what's happening in January, and then maybe I think Sassu will go on loan. But I think it depends on who we bring in uh, till the end of January. Because we all know he's eighteen. In two years' time, he could be a completely different player. He'll look 100%. completely different. He'll which, be... which is why he goes on loan for a year. Yeah. And... See you later. Don't even I, worry I about. I did say start the season. We should send all three on loan, and yeah, everyone yeah. had a go at me. All right. Do you want a, do you want a certificate, do? Blue Peter Page. Right. Let's get to the fun bit. Bugiel, Al Hamadi, Davison. Let's let's get the good stuff out of the way. Al Hamadi's been great. Hey. Superb footballer. Does a lot. Still misses plenty of chances, which is the reason why he's not an A plus. But my God, that lad yep. is is has been great. Not just as a goal scorer, but as an assistant and as a teammate. And as a club man, by the way, he really has captivated the audience. And I think he's been a sensational player for us. A plus, A plus, A plus, obviously for Al Hamadi. But talk on, about Mrs. Mrs. Chuck, Mrs. Chuck. I think this is one of the reasons why he's not going to go in January. When you look at his stats, really? when you look at his stats, compared to Davison, yeah. right? Davidson's shot shot on target actually is much better. He has less shots, a lot less shots, loads less shots, but it's a lot better. His conversion's a lot better. And now Al Hamadi is fantastic. He does so much more. He's got great control of the ball. That's why he takes gets so many shots. He's all he gets into positions better than Josh does. He gets on the ball better than Josh does because he's got great control. He gets past players. I'm not. He's fantastic. He's you know he's brilliant. But he does miss a lot of chances. And I given that he's only had twelve months of scoring goals, really, yep. Yep. I think it's a big risk to go for a championship side to go who want a first choice striker and pay to to go for Andy now. I I, I think hundred percent he's gonna be here till the summer. I think we've already spoke to him and said, Look, get twenty five goals this year, make a name for yourself. Go to the Asia Cup with your country. Go do well for them. 
because uh, I think they've got a good chance of getting out of their group in that at least yep. and progressing. And I think he'll stay and then we'll get two and a half million in the summer for him. Uh, so that'd be Jared Curry and him, three million pound coming into us. I, I think you're right. He misses a lot of chances, but he makes a lot of chances for not just him, but the players around him. I think he is an A. I, I, I know some people will be going mad going, no, he's got to be an A star. But for me, he's an A. I think uh, Bugle is an A, uh, A minus possibly, because I think he, again, some people really don't like Bugle. I know a couple of my mates are not big fans of his. I just think he slots into an unfamiliar role from what he's been used to. He's always played as the main striker, the, the guy they pumped the ball up to. And now he's playing as a number 10. And I think he's been excellent at it. Uh, and I think without him, you can see sometimes that we struggle physically to win headers and flick stuff on. Uh, for me, Davison is a C minus bordering on D. Davison, that low? Uh, he's, he's, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I don't rate him at all. I know he scored a couple of goals this year, but he he just doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't compared to Ali and Bugle. I, I I I'm just going back to the Bugle thing. You know your mates who don't rate Bugle. Have you read that Plow Lane by Numbers blog about yes, Bugle? Yes, yes, Tim's. Yep. Set. So I'd. That, I agree. That, that's what he does for the team, and I think. I, I think he's the he's definite really unsung hero. Yeah. In yeah. terms of. The, the player who surprised me the most has been Boogie all this year, I think. Yeah, no, Davison, I think that C minus is harsh. I think, I think, I think he's, I think he's probably in and around the Pierce marker. I think Isn't he it? works hard for the team. He the does what marker around the Alex Pierce C plus marker. Oh right, right, yeah. I thought you meant B. I was going to say. No, yeah, no, no. I don't think. Away. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. He's somebody that the odd game I'm okay with. He's our most expensive player. You know that. Well, he's not now, is he? But he was, yeah. Well, rumours are going around that he's same money, but no, I'm not having that. It won't be that. But money. he was around about 130 grand for Josh. I mean, James. like I said, I think he does a lot of a lot of running. No one in the club can ever say he doesn't work hard. He does work hard. I agree. But but, and again, it's hard because from a centre forward perspective, you know, if you're, if he's got what I think he got ten last year. He's got eight this year. Yeah, he's doing absolutely fine from an output perspective, but the goals that he scores, Hamidi's put a lot on a plate. He hasn't done, he he hasn't necessarily created goals out of nothing, which is what Hamidi does. And maybe the fact that you've got Hamidi next to him makes him look rubbish. But I think Davison is fine as a squad person in a playoff-looking team. I think if you go lower down the football league, like you know, go to the bottom eight. He could potentially be your main man, but he he was our main man last year, and we really struggled. So I think I think a C plus is about right. Um, definitely a keeper to the summer, and then the summer there's an honest conversation that needs to be had, depending on what league we are, depending on what we want to achieve, whether he's going to be happy as well sitting on the bench. Because if we get rid of Ali, we're going to bring two forwards, and he could potentially be on the bench for quite a while. So just just picking up on the just just Davison. Discussion, shall we say? I, yep. I, you know, we all agree that he puts heart and soul into when he's playing for the club. Right? He yep. runs his socks off left, right, and centre. But I'll just go back to his accuracy. He scored eight already. Yeah, it does depend on who's around you. But we've we've been saying that about other players in this. It does depend yep. who's around you. Yeah. If he if he ends up with fourteen goals this season, he's had a good year. Fifteen goals this season. You go. That's a that's a 
That's a pretty good return. What is he? Twenty-four. Should be. He should. He's in the should be coming coming, coming, up, coming into his, his prime. His pomp. Um, yeah. I think there's more. He, I think there's there's more he can give in terms of his output. Um, he 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 does Harry uh, in League Two. He he is a handful for some some defenses in a different in a different way. But he does make a massive difference when they're playing together. Yeah, yeah. Up front. It makes a massive, massive difference. He's very, he's really not at his best, is he, on his own, or at the point, on the point when he's just running the line on his own. Um, I, I, I think you've got to give him a sort of a, a C. It's what I expected from Josh Davison this season. Yeah, I think he's slightly yeah. doing slightly better than expectation for Josh Davison this season. But given where we are as a club in terms of a budget, yeah, and stuff, I think you know. Well, the last, two yeah, I think, the, fair, I think the last one, Lee, is just the management. I think. Well, as I say, to before we move on, because we have been on this subject for quite a long time, but it's quite a an important subject. It's quite interesting. I was going to say too, the two we need to discuss now, really, before we move on, and we'll do it quickly if we can, lads, is Johnny Jackson and Craig Cope. I, I'm going to break in news. I, I'm offering Jackson a contract. You are, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I have to. I think. I think the 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 fact that we've been we've had the run that we've had now, and the fact that we've managed to keep Lewis, and the fact that Jackson comes with Cope, etc. I think I'm having to give Jackson a new gig, and and congratulations to him because he's been <laughs> it's been I'm eating humble pie because I've been very I'm enjoying it. I've, I've been very anti Jackson, but how can I how can I argue with it? The fact that we've been excellent this year compared to my expectations. Last year, we're dead and buried. We've now done a full Lazarus. Yes, there's arguments about Craig Cope, etc. But the, the the nature of his management has definitely improved this year in terms of subs, in terms of his acumen around formations. We've changed formations at certain times. Yeah, he's going to make mistakes. But I, I would like to see where Jackson can take us. I don't think he's going to take us much further than potentially playoffs. I don't see us being automatic under Jackson. But I think he gets us potentially to League One. Not, not sure much further, but that's all he needs to do, really. So, um, yeah, I think he, him, and Cope get, um, Cope gets at the moment. He hasn't put a foot wrong, really. Um, I think he gets an A, and I think Jackson gets an A minus. I think, I think they've been been great. Tim, so I think one of the reasons you invited me on is because I tweeted you about your comments about Jackson before and his new contract. I definitely give him a new true. contract. I, dis- I definitely <laughs> give him a new contract. The guy's forty-one. He's done. He's managed one hundred and thirty odd games. He's learning his trade. That is depressing. He's my age. That's horrendous. <laughs> he's ten. Well, it's depressing for me. He's ten years younger than me. It, he, when he was hired, he was. He is learning his trade. Anyone who had an expectation that he was the finished article as a manager was, you know, needs to have adjusted that. In a season and a half, he's had a terrible half season. I think he's really growing I echo everything you've just said Danny he's really growing into the role yeah he's made some mistakes I think in-game management is a real real art to learn and I think he's he's having to learn that as he goes along but he's 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 learning it making some mistakes but he's learning it and I I had a look I had looked this up because when we were coming on we we're going to talk about this what who do you think's got a better win rate than him as a manager of of AFC Wimbledon. Terry Brown. Yeah, Terry Brown has just. Terry Brown 
obviously have all, he's managed a lot just, more games. I'm so good at quizzes. It's unreal. Yeah, he's managed a lot more unreal. games. But below him is Ardley. Below him yeah. is Downs. Rob, uh, not Downs. What's his name? Robbins. All the, all the league managers other than, you know, the, the ones who've managed us in the league, if you look at his win rate, it is decent. It's not, de- it's not necessarily decent. Would, in the would context you have sacked him last year, Tim? No, I wouldn't. I don't, I'm not. I, one, of the things, one of the things I hate about modern football, one of the <laughs> things I hate about football is this short-termism in management and coaching because you cannot, you cannot get a team purring without giving a, the coaching team some time. And I think there were signs in that first half of last season about how good he was as a coach. Manager of the month, November 22, remember? Uh, which I tweeted you about, um, and it and it was given the January he had last season it, 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 and the inexperience he had, no wonder he he struggled. But he's really turned it around and put the yards into doing it. And you know, people talk about you know his media interaction and all of that sort of stuff. I mean, that must be such a pain in the ass as a manager having to do all those media things. I mean, it must be such a pain in the neck doing all of that sort of stuff. I, I, I think he's I think he's I think we need to keep hold of him and I think he could I think he could grow with us with this team. So you're um, rating him an A, I'm guessing. I'm rating him I'm rating him an A, definitely. Craig Cope, I I hope I hope he performs as well as he has done in the next six weeks. I'm a bit I'm a bit wanna I sort of wanna see what the next six weeks bring. Just to really, really convince me that there's a plan there, but he's massively helped steady the ship, massively helped with the football operations side of things. Um, and with the new MD coming in, you know, hopefully the the, op- the rest of the operation will become slightly slicker than it has done in the, has done in the last sort of 12 months or so. Um, but I definitely, I think I'd definitely give him a B plus pending the next six weeks. Oh, I think that's very harsh. Very harsh. The, well, because I, none of us know, none of us know, Who's completely, no, who's on, completely responsible yeah. no, for what? Right, we just yeah. don't know what goes on in the background. Craig it's Cope, a team. It's a Craig team. Craig gets sure a lot team. of credit, and I've said this before. We don't know if Jackson's going. Actually, that's the player I want. Yeah. Craig goes, gone and looked at him, gone. Actually, yeah, he's probably going to sit, fit in the mould that we need. Let, let me I, agree, I, I kind of so, agree. Uh, I'd, I'd offer Jackson a contract. I would. JJ, I'd offer JJ a contract. Oh, you're on to JJ now, yeah. Yeah, right. JJ, offer okay. him a contract. I definitely would. I agree. Yeah, I'm a fickle football fan. I can't help that. But I would have sacked him last season because it was awful. Uh, and I thought the football was awful. The players we had were awful. It might not have been all down to Jackson, but when you're a manager of football, it's all about results and they weren't good enough. But he has turned it around this year. We've got a much better squad this year. Uh, Craig Cope has come in. I did Not the next six weeks worry me, Tim, so much because I think he's already shown with regards to signing Lewis. Uh, my thing is in the summer. We'll come on to transfers in a minute, but my thing is in the summer is how we, we lose some of the dead wood. Pierce goes, Brown goes, Pell goes. How do we then replace them? How do we keep getting players in of this mould now, of this calibre? And that's what rose me for the summer. But for me, both of them are an A at the moment. Well, and it also massively depends where we're going to be playing next season, you know, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. And, and, if we're, and if we're having to do playoffs and all the rest of it. But, but it's a... It's a you know, a hell of a job trying to pick fine players with no money to spend and all of the, uh, and all of the challenges that you have for Wimbledon in terms of finding players. So, you know, hats off to anyone who takes it on. But the 
on on balance, I would hope that somebody as competent as Craig Cope's got is starting the summer plan already. They started the summer plan already. I think it's January for me is just we've suffered so in the last four or five seasons, we've suffered so badly with poor management of the January window. Yeah. Not to progress necessarily, but just to not go backwards would be. Yeah, agreed. 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 Right, lads, we're going to have to move on because we have been going on with regards to our mid-season review and scores and whatever it was. You've uh, been going on a bit, to be honest. So we'll come back we'll go through quickly the transfers that have happened and any rumours or any confirmation that we know or have heard. Come back in a minute. Right, we're back and we're going to be discussing the transfers, the rumours uh, and, and a preview of the Wrexham game on Saturday. So Joe Lewis has uh, signed a permanent deal with AFC Wimbledon. That was done, uh, well, the day we recalled this, so that's been done. Lemony Evans has been recalled by uh, Stockport, so he has gone back, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, the I said last week that we have no money. We've got no money to fund it. Uh, that was true. We have no money. I want to make a quick point that someone's made on Twitter. Wombles un, uh, down under. Oh, uh, here we go. The Australian Wombles Sports Club observation. If it needed a chip in from a devoted pub sponsor, thank you, uh, Sports with John. So uh, John Green funded or part funded this deal. To get the Joe Lewis sign over the line, that indicates the level of finance is available for now for other signings. Keep that in mind. Also, I understand that we have used a bit of our summer budget to fund this deal as well uh, because we haven't got much in January. We haven't got any in January. So with us knowing that players are going to be out the door in the summer, that's wages saved. And I think we know we're going to be getting at least a couple of mil for Ali and Joe, uh, Curry, possibly more. I think with the money we've made from the Cups as well, the club have gone. Joe Lewis is being recalled. He was going to be getting sent back to sort of stop what we're recalling him. They've gone. The only way you can keep him is if you pay for him and you buy him. And we've turned around and gone, shit, we want him. We were talking to Stockport anyway about buying him in the summer. Mm. That was all the discussions were already being had. So I think we've turned around and gone, we can move this or this and this around. We're still going to be short. And then John Green has come in and gone, there you go. There's the shortfall. I wonder where that conversation has come up, though. I wonder, because obviously we must have presented it to John and gone, look, we're short. Can anyone help? To like the major sponsors. Yeah. And and John Green's gone, yeah, all right, I'll give you X amount. I just, I'm fascinated as to how that plays out. Do you know what I mean? I mean, how does it start? How do you go? As I said, I reckon they sponsors. We're 50 grand short. Can you help? We want to, we'd like to buy Joe Lewis. Or do you go, we're looking to, I mean, I mean, I'm just fascinated how that conversation occurs. I reckon, it's, you know. I reckon it's come from the fact that they were going to recall Joe Lewis. That was 100% right. happening. He was going back to stop Paul. I, I, I'm on the understanding that he wasn't very happy about being recalled. He's loving okay. it in Wimbledon. He's loving it in southwest London. Where would you rather live? Right. Well, we don't I know where think, he's living, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's going to be better than stop Paul, isn't it? So <laughs> I think I think he's probably gone, I don't want to go back. So they've gone, well, he's our player. If you want him, you've got to make him your player. No, I get I get all this bit. But yeah, I and then, he, then we've gone, I think, where? Craig Coke might have been next? having a chat with John uh, John Green or, or the sponsors and gone, this is what we want to do this year, but we're 25 grand short, 30 grand short. What Anyone do we do to get money? 
I, I think it probably, I'd imagine, I don't know, if this is what has happened, it's because you, it'll be it'll be the chair, it'll be the, the board that have got a relationship with John Green, cultivated that relationship, keep in touch with those people who, you know, have shown that they're willing to kind of consider finance, financially injecting something for, for a return. But if this is the way that it has happened, I've got a couple of questions. What, why would Stockport want to, recall Joe Lewis, but then be happy to sell him. They they signed a player from Salford for an undisclosed fee as well. At so the they, same time? Yes. That that literally happened the day before. So well, basically our money for Lewis has given them money to buy him. All right. That's so yeah, a bit of domino, domino effect. I think that, yeah, they, they Salford guy, I can't remember his name now, but they signed him on an undisclosed fee. I know who you before. mean. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they probably thought, well, if we can get Joe Lewis off our books, which they're going to do in the summer, why not do it now? And then we can buy this player that we need now, kind of thing. That they think he's better or whatever. So they've made a judgment, whatever. Then, so what, you know, we must have made some money out of these cut runs. If the, if they've used the Samuel, Samuelson coefficient in budgeting and, and held back, yeah. you know. Gone the very pot level, yeah. Yeah, there's, the FA Cup run had some cash in it. And the TV Chelsea money. Stuff. Yeah. Rounds, league cut. You're right. If you do the Samuelson thing, which was... We're out of all the cups at the very and first round, or everything away, lowest plus, down. We must be up a fair bob. Plus, whatever we might think about the empty seats in the stadium, the num the numbers of paid for seats. Don't start me off. Uh, don't start me no, off. The number of paid for seats or paid pay- seats that have been paid for. You know, there's more revenue going. For, um, we have oh, got massive debt loan. We have got bonds to pay back. Yeah, got, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. argument. No, no, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got bonds to pay back. To, to I, I get all of that at very, very, very low interest rates. That's 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 all part of you know the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's all part of the spreadsheet. It's all part of the spreadsheet. Has John Green really stuck his hand in his pocket for this? Really? That's what's on Twitter, and that's what people are saying. Thank According you, John. And that's what the club have treated today, and that's what John Green has treated that he has part funded or given what we needed to, to do it to fund it yeah well thank you very much john green i enjoy your books and i've already enjoyed always enjoyed you coming sorry dan i agree with what wombles down under said and it's a bit saying indicates the level of finances we have available in our budget right now and this is what i said the other week and i got absolutely murdered for it because everyone said you said we had no money and we went out and bought someone we only went out and bought someone because john green has Part funded it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to pull that, that. In my opinion, this is one of the biggest transfers we've ever had. I was just not talking about. I'm not next. talking about. I'm not talking about actual how much it cost. For us, the statement that we've made to the fan base, to the to the team, to the league, that we're prepared to invest in this player at 24 prime, playing outrageously good football at the minute. I'm not. He could have a car crash in terms of his wait, his form and be good. rubbish, but. This has been probably one of our biggest signings. Yeah, I I can remember. And I think even the the people who are very negative regarding the club and staff, and people say that 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 could be me. This shows ambition from the club for the first time. I think in what five six years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it shows ambition of what we actually are trying to achieve here. We've now got three. Curry will go, but with Villa, Johnson, and Lewis now, that is three solid defenders. We'll we'll look at another left back coming in or something like that, but yeah, it shows ambition for us. I think that's brilliant from our point of view, and yeah, it's a major coup that we've got. And I think 
again, it all shows how good Plough Lane is. It shows what a great place that is to play football now at the mm. moment. I think Tim's right regards to Johnny Jackson, what we said in the last part regarding him, and shows that people want to work under him. They all know Craig Cope as well from previous, so that's good as well. So it does show that we have ambition and we can get players in of a high calibre now. It's all good. I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. The statement of intent is the thing. And, you know, there's there's so much potential in this club, so much potential in this club to be able to, to, to attract players and to be, you know, without too, without trying too hard to be more back established in league one. What about my, what about up front then? We're going to need another forward. Surely. So we've, we've signed Emily a, Evans we've, going back. We've signed a striker. A, stri- a striker has been signed. I right. don't Ooh, know. Yeah. I don't know the name of the striker. I just know we've signed one. We signed one on loan from a Premier League oh. team. The oh. two names I've put together, just talking to friends and talking to people. Again, this is just us putting these names together. This yeah. could be absolute bullshit. Dominic so. Calvert Lewin. When. <laughs> When one when it doesn't happen, I don't want people in my no no no. We're going. We're going you we're told going me to. this was happening. So Put your reputation on the line, John. Put it on the line now. And this could ha- these could be announced before this podcast comes out, right? So just saying, that John Kaimani Gordon has just been sent back from Cambridge to Palace. Played fourteen games, scored one goal, no one assist, no goals. So doesn't excite me a lot, but that is a name doing the rounds at the moment, and a lot of clubs are looking at him. I think so. That's just one. The other one is uh, a guy called Plange. Lewis Plange. Plange. Yeah, it was at, he was at Carlisle. He was at Carlisle. Carlisle season. He's at Palace as well. Meant to be mustard, but a little bit lazy. But that's the he's two the names. Derby lad who went to Carlisle on loan. Yeah, he's the yeah. two. La- they're the two names that I and a few others think could possibly be the one that we've signed. But we have signed a striker, and I think the reason why we won't announce it till Thursday, Friday, is because we don't want Wrexham having a clue what's going on. Which is probably why Johnny Jackson tells you that the squad's fully fit. Not so the so the. See, I don't buy that, Tim, because that's absolute. That, that that no. Why team, don't you buy that? Because no team are going to look at our squad and go, Joe Lewis is out. Let's change everything around. That ain't Ibswich would never have looked on our team on Saturday and gone. Joe Lewis is out. Change it all around. Well, they might not change it all around. I agree with that. signings. Don't tell Wrexham we've got a signing through the door until the actual day before when we have to, because we have to do all the paperwork before then, which is unlike us not to do admin properly. But Johnny Jackson missing the game on Saturday because of that. But yeah. with actual playing squads and fitnesses and illnesses and people like that, I think we should know what is going on. What, why do you think? Why do you think you should know? Because I like to bet, know? and if Ali's not playing, and I put a bet on him, and he ain't playing, and also I, I like to go to the game and go, oh, we're missing ten first teamers here. Now I've travelled freaking half the way across the country, wouldn't have bloody bothered. But anyway, I still think we should know. And not, not we, because not because we're part owners of the club and all that bullshit that people say. I just think on the injury front, they should say, we've got Lewis is going to be a risk. He's been ad flu all week. I don't think any team are looking at it and going, oh, let's change it now. Let's put go three up front because they're missing a centre-back. JJ, if you're listening, you crack on and do what you want. Um, what, what about Lemony Evans then? Are we replacing him? Do you think? No, I don't, I don't. It would be nice if we could, but I think we've got... I think if we if we get... Tilly's shown that he can, we can we We've can play without Lemony, but we can play without Lemony Evans. I think we could get get by. I I we think we have by. to replace him because McLean's not good enough. McLean has to go out on loan again. 
the some of the reports from Kidderminster is just uh, like really bad yeah, from yeah, their fans, which is really hard because I really want this kid to do well mm. because I love that kind of story of him coming from a proper lower league, non-league team and flying. Same as the Crow, I really wanted him to do well. <laughs> I think we need to replace. I, it would be. Not, I hope we do. I hope we do. But I, I think we could, we could squeak by without. But I see Lemony Evans. If we don't go up into League One, I think Lemony Evans comes back in the summer. He's out of contract. With that's why it's so weird to me that Stockport recalled him because they their fans don't really want him there either, which is really can, weird. Can you? Sorry to. This is on the subject of of loanies and mood. What what what's the what's the story with Zach Robinson? I don't understand that story. He he pretty much isn't our player. I'd, I'd look is, at is he sold? Because he I, came back and went back again. And I, I, I look at it as he's not our player anymore. I, he's gone in the summer. I think he'll be sold. I don't know who to. He's not pulling trees up at Dundee. He's not doing that well at Dundee. He's not starting games at Dundee. So I he's, can't see he's him. Still, is he their top scorer? Second top scorer? I, yeah, he's but he's only he ain't played a lot of games recently. They don't him. play a lot of games up there, though. No, no, I'm talking about before that when they were. He was not even oh. starting for him. Uh, and Will Nightingale, I can't ever see Will Nightingale coming back in the women's shirt. No, either. no, no, no. His race is run, I'm afraid. But he's enjoying it up there, and I, I wish him all the best because Will yeah. is a good. My thing with Zach, I love Zach. I thought he scored loads of goals for us. I think I went on record at one point and saying he'll be our top ever scorer because he'll score goals. Yeah, you you did go on a weird campaign. Yeah, about 50, him, so 50 goals he'll score sort of in one season. Love affair played. with him. <laughs> I just thought he'd be good for it. I don't. I, I don't think Jackson, it's Terry Skivington like him as his attitude i think they i think there was a falling out and that's why he was gone and then that's why he i think they wanted to sell him to dundee but dundee don't have the money to buy him weird that okay. we gave him a con because apparently i heard the other day that he's only on about 500 quid a week which i can't see that but that's he he didn't have any other offer he thought he was going to get an offer from another club didn't materialize and he signed with us and then we loaned him but I can't right. see well Good luck to him, but he's yeah. I feel like there's a forward coming in. I think there is over, there is a forward coming in. Hundred percent. I do fit in blue sky thinking. I think we need uh, a backup fullback for Curry. Definitely, I think we uh, if we could. I think it's low down the priorities, but a left back to give Curry a breather occasionally rather than in the brown. Although he wasn't bad yesterday, to be fair, at the Oxford. I feel like um, if we're gonna lose Pierce. That's an area where we probably won't strengthen, but I think that that might be. I suppose Brown can drift in there, maybe essentially. But we're definitely going to need a forward, and we're definitely light now. If Nerfield has got a decent injury, we're light on the wing. It just shows, doesn't it, as well? Two injuries and how mad the squad can go. Yeah, that's. I know, I, I'm I'm all over it. I'd love it if we could bring somebody in to replace Lemony Evans, but and I just like, think the money yeah. is so tight. I just think, but, unless... but like you said, all it takes is one sale. And all of a sudden, the money's there, and you know we, it's like late in the window. We might release Pell when he we might get the money that could go to I, someone else. I was just about to all the time. We've we've got a really tough January in in regards yeah. to fixtures and the teams we're playing, but we've also got three weeks till the, the end of the the window. Mm. And I think it depends on who becomes available, who hasn't been shifted out. But as I said, hundred percent strikers signed will be announced possibly before this goes out, but this will go out and then hopefully it'll be announced after that. But yeah, you know, I lost a lot of credit 
this week, apparently, because of... You have Wendell Shandom as a name check. Because... Right old pasting, and he because, was right too. Because I announced that we signed players, but the club hadn't announced it. Ain't my problem. I knew. Well, and people... He said, I've got club officials in my pocket. I wish we had, uh, didn't well, we, Dan? Hey, does, does you've any... actually dipped your Andy pocket by Lewis, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Does, does you hear this a lot about, all oh, the club never announces stuff until it's done? Do you know a football club that ever announces stuff until it's actually been signed? I, the problem is, Tim, I get, I get that, and this is why we're a podcast and we're fans. And we're just we, making it up. We all talk amongst each other and go, oh, Lewis is... Do you know what I mean? The club are never going to go... Yeah, the one was out of Dreamer, right? We have signed no. Lewis, but we can't wait until the... Once that paper... And someone said, until the club have announced it, it is bullshit, which is oh, true. Yeah. It is, and I make that correct. I, I stand... I, that's 100% correct. I love the January transfer window, and I think I love everything around it. I love all the rumours. I love all the bullshit. I think it's brilliant. Some people hate it. Some people lose their mind and get really wrapped in it, thinking, oh, no, we've lost Lewis. This is the end of the world. I just think the January transfer win. I go sleep in a yellow tie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it that much. I think it. I think it is brilliant, and I can't wait till the last day of it. And I used to sit in front of CFAX, getting all excited because Wimbledon were in for a play. And I love the fact that we hopefully will do business on the last game of the season, signing some rubbish player from Fulham. But I love it. It's all part of the game. Mm. It's all part of the excitement for me as well. I just think social media is yeah. a weird day nowadays. Like, as I said, back in the, we'd be sitting in a pub or we'd ring our mates and go, oh, have you seen this? We're in for this player, we're in for that player. Well, now you put on there, I'm going to put next week that we're in for Mbappe and then watch people just lose their mind. But Well, actually, you've got Le- Lakin have gone and Lemony Evans has gone back. I know. I'm well, Williams has come in for Lakin. Williams for Lakin, but that's, we haven't lost any money on that. No. So we're, we're probably up on the deal for Lakin. I, I feel like there's definitely... Two coming in, a forward plus one other. A forward is coming um, in. It's one hundred percent confirmed, Danny. Heard it well, here first. And so, yeah, heard it here first. Um, come on, then. let's move on to Wrexham then. So, and in and in a a tricky game playing them at an uh, interesting time. Their um, home form is unreal as well. Yeah, yeah, their away form is not so good, but their home well, form. We're playing them at white. We're playing them at their ground, mate. So why do we yeah. care about so their away? Yeah, and they've stopped. They've stopped conceding at home as much, haven't they? Yeah, and McLean's. I hate the guy, but he's kicked on with some real uh, form at the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, Palmer's not playing. I don't think. I no, saw the other day. I don't think he was even in the squad, was he? No. They have Dolby uh, and Dolby uh, Mullins and back. Mullin. Yeah, uh, but well, it's, is Palmer's injured or just not fancied? I, I he's been selected. Not, I not sure to be fair, but. I did think that would be the case as they kicked on and went up further yeah. in the leagues, but and also with him, his injuries, he's always been a bit light. But I, th- I, I, I'm, I can't see us winning. Uh, I'm afraid without our Hamadi, I feel like we're, we might be a I, bit light. I'll take a draw like now if they yeah, said, yeah, "Can you take a draw?" I'm going. So if I had to save nine hours driving, one-one, <laughs> I'll take it now. Thanks. I I was impressed by the we were we did actually make chances against Ipswich, so I I'd hope. That we can make some chances against. Like, I expect us to make chances against Wrexham, and if we can tie up at the back, you just never know. You never my, know, but I think it would be. My my only worry is, as you said, Tim, we we do make chances, we will make chances, but with no Ali, no Bugle, and then it's Davison and the new striker. I, I just worry where our goals are going to come from oh. against a very good Wrexham defence. Hundred percent. Agree Unfortunately, more. I think I'm, I'm I'm a narrow defeat. 
I'm, unfortunately, yeah. and I don't, I, I don't really like doing that too often. But at the same time, this is the problem with this Asia Cup, and particularly the lower teams. Naturally, lower teams have to market in different places and pick up quality where they can. We're a very, very diverse country of players coming from all sorts of backgrounds. You know, we've lost two players who've just all of a sudden hit their strats. You know, and we and we are going to massively lose out. You know, and they, we could lose out again in March if they go away again. It's just it's an annoyance, but it is, I guess, what it is. So, I'm oh. I'm going to say two 0 We're going to lose, unfortunately. I think we will. I think it'd be one all, and I think oh, that'll be a result. I, I think it'll be a result. That. I think a draw would be our best result. I I wreck some one or two nil. Unfortunately, I just at the moment I just can't see where goals are coming from without Ali and Bugle. As I said, against we've, that we've, good a team, definitely. We've Probably, signed. We've, I think we'll beat. But we've signed a striker. He's hopefully been training with the put team all week. He's been with us all week because we've not we're not having any training videos go out either, which seems. Very, and they've been massively okay. linking up with Ronan Curtis, haven't they? Talking and about Ronan that. Curtis he was training. Yeah, yeah. And he, I heard he's. I heard he's miles away fitness wise, though. Unfortunately, right. well, he's he would have been quite good injury, wouldn't he? Well. Him with common with. Lemon I think his injury is very similar to Paul Calumbay's. Oh, all right, okay. Effects that's had on Paul Calumbay, and I think Ronan Curtis, unfortunately, is still suffering them effects of that injury. So that's why I'd love to sign him. And if we get the Ryan Curtis that was at Portsmouth, then Jesus, that's that's laughing, a top yeah. end League One player. But I think I just, six months away from that at, yeah. at best. I but, just worry that we ain't going to score goals uh, on Saturday. New strike coming in. We're hoping that he's going to do an alley and just hit the hit the net and and, and carry on straight away. But it's going to be a tough ask. Are you both going to be there? Did you say? I'm not going, Danny. A load of my mates are going up there. They're drinking in Chester, and they're, they're, we've got what twelve hundred Wimbledon fans. It's quite a lot, yeah. That's I'm going. Out, I'm leaving. I'm leaving at six. I think we're going to go down. I don't drink, so I'll be driving. Some of the other lads have a few bevies, and I'll drive us back home after. It, our fan base is unbelievable nowadays. Mm. Like back in the day when we were Premier League Wimbledon, we would never have been taking twelve hundred to Rex. And now we're taking like even at AFC Wimbledon when we were, when we were talking to him earlier off air when we when we went up there and we won one yeah. nil and it was pretty nasty after the game with their fans trying to attack Wimbledon fans and we had what four hundred up there at the time I think oh, there weren't there a lot was not a lot there was not yeah. a lot Christian take, Jolly yeah I'd say to Wimbledon fans just stay safe it's not the nicest place I've ever been to we were saying that well it's changed a lot I'm sure in however many years twelve years whatever it was but you know. It's clubs changed a lot. A rough Welsh town, but the, <laughs> the clubs changed. But I don't know if the people have so much. But well, yeah. well, what time's your flight to Magaluf to watch the game? Yeah, what time are you going to watch a game? Lee, you've got you're going to Ralph's here. I'll be watching. Yeah, I'm always watching. Mate. Get the old fish bowl out, is it? Fish bowl, free shots. Elf kick, elf kick. I mean, some sort of um, Caesar salad, is it? Get the go to the pub with the English breakfast and the English horse racing on. What O'Malley's or or Frank's? Frank's. Better, Will you be watching Tim? Are you going to Spain or? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Ibiza this weekend. Oh, that's why oh, I can't yeah, go yeah. to. That's why I can't go to Wrexham. They're the ones it's who my, put it. It's my birthday. Isn't it? Yeah, it's my birthday on Sunday. So yeah, bit of a schwire. Oh, bit, oh, uh, nice. Well, let, let, let us know anyone out there where you're watching it. Be interesting to see if any we've got any. Uh, any pip going to Vegas? Stag do slash you know Bobby's bar. Bar fetch wombles. But yeah, yeah right, exactly. Tim. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on to the pod. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, very much. Danny, 
Thank you, Lee. You've done a lovely job, and um, you know, thank you for upsetting the fan base. It was really, really appreciated. Why, by giving them facts and then not liking it because I don't announce it myself. You're the Herc, you're Poirot. Absolute jokers. And the the worst one about it, I said, oh, do you even listen to Pod? Not one episode. Shut up, then. What's he he talking about? Yeah, I know. Anyway, this has been the number one AFC Women podcast. I'm Lee Finch. We are the still the only unofficial AFC Women podcast on the market. I've always Uh, said that. Enjoy Wrexham. I'll be back with the Sunday debrief at eight o'clock. With, with, with the club officials, yeah? Yeah, all the club officials that are still not allowed to come on, I don't think. I think they're banned. Once the new MD, we might be able to talk to him and see if we can get club officials on again, but right. just don't call that. the CEO a dictator. Anyway, we are back with the Sunday debrief. Me and Danny will be back next week with the pod uh, and another enthralling guest. But yeah, come on, you dons. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.